Busy Birds. Welcome to another episode of Mama Earth Talk. I'm your host, Maris Ganal. Realizing just how much waste we generate on a daily basis, I've set a personal goal not only to reduce, reuse, and recycle, but to also educate the world about sustainability and how each of us can help preserve our beautiful planet. Thanks for listening. Let's dig in. Did you know that 550 billion cotton swabs or Q-tips are produced every single year? Our guest today is the co-founder of Last Swab, a dedicated Danish company creating sustainable alternatives to single-use plastic items. Crazy birds, without any further ado, I would like to welcome Isabel Agard. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. And thank you for having me. You're most welcome. So how did your sustainable journey actually start? Well, we are, we're three independent designers. We've just created a lot of different designs throughout the years. And we've just come to a point in our lives where we wanted to design something that's helping our planet. And the idea for Last Swap came when we were researching on single-use items and what was most harmful for the planet. It's kind of merged very organically by itself. Yeah, and I mean, there's been some graphical images. I mean, one of the the ones that comes from the top of my head is actually the little seahorse with the swab (laughs) as well. So it's definitely something that's an issue. It's great that you guys are working on things like that. And so was that just kind of how the last swab was then started? Like, you know, you guys came up with the idea and then how did that whole process then developed from having an awesome product? Well, it started with us wanting to do something else than just design objects that we've done a lot. And then we we went in and we tried to figure out what really was harmful, what, what was really a, a quite a big issue. And this is where single-use items came up. And when we got more and more into the single-use items, we saw the cups and the straws. And we uh, read an article uh, about how there are so many different single-use items that do different things to to our environment. And the swap was just quite high on this list. And I think we were all like kind of surprised. And we couldn't really see that there had been that many alternatives. We've seen a lot of alternatives to straws, to cups. But with swaps, is just not something that I, I've heard about. So, uh, so I think that's, that's really where we got intrigued. And then we just went into the whole design process of, you know, picking it from each other and trying to do all these different things and different materials. And, and we really ended up with a design that's very close to the actual cotton swap. And this was mostly because then we, we don't have to explain people how to use it. It's just, it's very easy to use. And how long did this whole process took you guys from like where you guys were researching and then actually where you had like a viable test product before you guys rolled it out on like Kickstarter? Yeah, I think that the first couple of months we used on just research, uh, it's about a year ago. So this time last year. And then when we, I think three months into the process, we had tried to design different bags and bottles and and all uh, different items that also would work in the same way of taking a a single use item out of the equation. 
of our everyday life. And when we saw that, when we got the swab, I think that was around January, that that idea really formed itself. And then we just, we just, we were really excited. So we ran really quick and we launched in April. So, uh, so yeah, so we've been very hands-on. <laughs> That's amazing. And I mean, for everyone that is listening, so you guys kind of had the product on Kickstarter and Indiegogo. I was shocked when I found out how quickly you were funded. So I'm not going to spoil it. I'm going to leave the guys in suspense for a little while. And I'm going to have you tell the story because I think that is just phenomenal. <laughs> we were also quite surprised ourselves. I think uh, about two weeks before we launched Last Swap, we were pretty excited. Like we could see that this was really, we had a pre-launch website where we had collected emails and that had exploded quite a bit. So we were like, okay, this is, this could actually really be a really big campaign. So I think we were quite excited, but we had not imagined that we were going to be funded in 22 minutes. Wow. Very crazy. That's amazing. So guys, 22 minutes and you were funded. Like what was the first round of funding? Like how much money were you guys actually trying to seek? I know it in Danish crowns because that's what we have, <laughs> uh, our currency. But I'm sure you can still see it, but it's about 80,000 Danish crowns. So it's it's actually, it's the price that was going to just start the production. It wasn't the actual production, but it was doing the molds and stuff. So it was it was quite an okay range, but we ended up on getting a lot more funding than that. So you guys, it kind of looks like a normal swap or some people will call it a Q-tip. <laughs> but what exactly is this product made of? It has a, a core, which is quite strong. It's made of nylon. It's mostly because it really has to be durable for so many uses. Mm -hmm. So, and then the ends are made. We have two different versions, but both of the versions, their ends are very soft and rubbery and it's made of TPE. So it's a thermoplastic rubber. And the case that the swab is in is made of a plant-based plastic, which is called PLA. You, you've mentioned you've got two different swabs. Is it only available in one size, but the, the two different like heads or what is the differences between the products that you have? Yes, it's in two different versions, but it's the same, the same size. And one is just for a basic use, what you would use a normal Q-tip for. So mostly ears or cleaning. Uh, it has a more like... Um, more like bump and it's it's just to so that you can get something out of your ear so it's it's kind of it can collect and can kind of like grab in a way okay um, and it can hold uh, moist and the other one is for mostly makeup uh, use so it has like a more rounded end and then it has a very narrow end in a way so it's very precise when you want to well edit your makeup while you're putting it on which is what I use a q-tip for 90 of the time so awesome yeah, yeah especially when you've got some eyeliner that's smudged and you know sometimes when you put on this mascara and you uh, sneezed that happens as well so that would be great <laughs> for that as well and one of the things that I always try to figure out before I purchase a product is kind of the full life cycle of this product you know, one of the things that's so important is like now I've got the product. It's an awesome product. I've been using this product. 
But for whatever reason, I kind of need to think of the end of the life of this product. So how would I kind of dispose of this product responsibly? It's different from what country you're from because we have different sorting facilities and way of handling waste. I would say in, in Denmark and most of Europe, we have good system, but we recommend that you you put it for branding. Okay, I have to Google this word. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's incinerating. Incinerating. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. My Afrikaans yeah. is helping a little bit, so I got you there. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. So it's not something like, I mean, people shouldn't think that, you know, this swab is like, oh my goodness, every time after I used it, it needs to go to an incinerator. No, you you use it again and again and again. That's kind of the purpose why you guys obviously designed it. But how many times would you say you would be able to use that before I don't know, the the tips like kind of, you know, has had their fair share of work done. Like how many times do you think on average? On average, I would say, well, we say yeah, 1000 uses you can use it for. But and this can be very different from person to person. But we estimate that a couple of years, depending on how much you use it and how good you are of taking care of it. We've done some tests now and, and you really have to use it very vigorously and hard for it to actually start to degrade. Awesome. So I guess with all the testing, you guys have some pretty clean ears now. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody in the family has very clean ears. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. So cool. So obviously you use it to clean your ears, but then how easy is it to actually clean the swab afterwards? It's quite easy. The rubber is very soft. So when you have it between your fingers and when you have water running, it, it just it takes seconds and it's it's very nice. It's white so you can see if there's something missed. And it's also quite satisfying that you can actually see what you get out. So we didn't want to take that effect away and make it black so that it was maybe more it looked nicer, mm. but is I would say I, I I've only cleaned it with the with water and soap, just completely normal soap. The beauty swab I actually rarely clean. I mostly just use makeup remover on it. So this is something that you also just clean, like you've said, with soap and by hand. It's not something that you would typically put in a dishwasher, or is a dishwasher safe? Like you know, some people might feel to sanitize it a bit to either put it in hot water or to put it in the dishwasher. Would that be recommended? We would not recommend to boil it or put it in hot water. Just normal temperature water is fine. Uh, you can use alcohol if you want to disinfect it. Okay. But it, it's very easy to clean. You can put it in the dishwasher if the degrees on your dishwasher is on low temperature. Okay. But it's just very, it's very easy to clean by yourself. So it's not something that we would recommend. I think that the wear and tear of that wash would just damage yeah, it. Yeah, would be yeah. too much. Okay. But like if someone were to use it, like say while they shower and they quickly use it and then, you know, the shower water. So would that be okay? Or, you know, you need to have it a little bit colder? No, that's completely fine. Anything awesome. that your your skin can take of heat that can take up heat. So I've been trying to go onto your website and actually order and it just goes on to pre-order, which in a way <laughs> makes me excited because it's really cool that it's like still, you know, in that phase. But 
Like when will these products be ready to, you know, click an order and get delivered? When will that be? We have everybody who's backed us on Kickstarter and Indiegogo. Those orders go out first. That will be at the end of October, beginning of November. So so that's very soon. And after that, it will be very click to order and you'll have it in your mailbox. Wow. And there's some beautiful colors in there. Like what inspired some of the color selections that you guys decided on? We're definitely inspired by creatures underwater because this was the theme that we had tackled for this product. And when we, the purple, for example, that was actually our backers that was, they were requesting a purple. (laughs) So we found something that was, that would be nice for the collection. They have actually, they've also named all our colors now so that they represent different endangered uh, sea creatures and, and yeah, creatures in general. That's amazing. And you guys are so confident with this product. I've also seen on your website, you've got like a 60-day return with 110% refund worldwide shipping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everyone, I would definitely recommend if you're in the market, if you use the, you know, these Q-tips, definitely give it a go. I mean, I know some people are still like, they don't prefer it but there's a lot of people that use now the bamboo ones but still it's a disposable product so they need to buy a new packet like every month every second month so this can definitely be something that is better for them because it can last them at least a few years and also for the environment because even though some of the materials can be compostable (laughs) that you can get these q-tips in it's always better to reuse than to throw in a bin, then when they are actually looking for this product, I came across this, and I'm sure you guys are coming across it a lot, that there's a lot of companies now that is selling copies of your design. A lot of different names. And I've been getting a few like messages and saying like, you know, do you want to buy this product. And then I'm like, oh my goodness, it looks exactly like yours. So how can we actually know the difference of like, what is a genuine last swab? What is just like a really bad copy? We actually, we were copied three days into the campaign. No, but Kickstarter is really, it's quite a a common problem that because designers come and they, they show their design before they actually maybe have gotten it to production or gotten the whole um, distribution network up and running, then it's just, uh, you're very fragile. And they had something ready from our renders before we even had. So wow. it was, it's, it's gone very, very quick, <laughs> but I haven't seen a copy where they have put last swab on the box uh, not in physical form, maybe on their pictures, but not when people have ordered at home. So I would say if you, when, in November, you have a last swab. If it says last swab on the box, it's definitely from us. <laughs> and if you've gotten it from Indiegogo, Kickstarter, or lastswap.com, then you're safe. But we'll see when our product actually hits the market. And maybe there will be some copies that will take a mold of our exactly existing products. But we have a very, very unique combination of materials because we've tried to make something that is as durable as possible in every level, the stiffness and the rubber. So I would, I would be very surprised if somebody who could, could hit that quality level. But if there is, that's only good because we just want to reduce single-use items. 
I've, I've done a lot of research with zero waste the last couple of, of, uh, of weeks. And I found that um, recycle, you know, you have this term of uh, reduce, reuse and recycle. Yes, the three R's. <laughs> exactly. And, it, and it's just really interesting because I've also always been like a understanding that recycle is really good. And I've always like sorted my trash and, and, and done a lot of things to figure out what, what incineration plants we have and what do you use the energy for in our, in our country and stuff like this. But what is really interesting is the reduce and reuse. And I've never really focused that much on it. And I've just found more and more research and it's just something, this is not a question I'm asking myself, but it was just something I really thought was very interesting. And we've talked a lot about it at the office with the, with the boys. It's just that we reduce is of course something that's really hard because it's a habit thing. It's like mm -hmm. stop buying that or try to buy things that are not packaged or, but this reuse element of it. I think that's something that's not been tackled in general in our products for a lot of years. And this is just an amazing time that we're in right now where these products like Last Swab and uh, Final Straw, and it's just amazing that they're really having, that, that we have this platform to stand on right now because reuse is just, I think, so important. It's not as important as reducing because you should always reduce first. And then you should reuse. And then the third thing is, and that's like when you've done the two others, then you recycle. And I just love the concept and I love like digging into this reuse. And we do it in general in our economy and in our transportation. And, and it's just, it's very interesting when we look at it in, in a product design angle. That's, that's amazing. So I've actually tried my best to live a zero waste lifestyle. And one R which I thought really needed to be there, and I had someone on my podcast a few months ago, Bea Johnson, that started the zero waste movement. So she's got actually five R's that she follows. So her first one is to refuse. So <laughs> I think a lot of us forget that one. And then you know, you do, you bring in stuff, even when you reduce it, maybe you should not have brought it in the house in the first place. So that's the first R that she's got. And then obviously reduce, reuse, recycle. And then her last one is to rot or like compost. And that mm. kind of gives you the whole loop. And if you kind of follow these five R's, you know, it, it becomes a lot easier to actually live a zero waste lifestyle. So it's all about those R's. Mm, I love that. I love that she added two more. That's all right. So Isabel, what would you say has been one of your most important decisions that you've made around Mama Earth? I think that one of our most important decisions that we've made is that every time we sell one last swap, we reduce 1,000 cotton swaps. This is crazy numbers. Every day, 1.5 billion cotton swaps are produced. And, and this is daily, globally. It's, it's just absolutely crazy how much we use. And I think that how we can reduce with a product is one of the things that is driving us. So we're not driven by how much capital we'll get in, how many people can have, get a job or we're really just so focused on how many swaps can we get out there? How much can we help to reduce? 
that's really something. And hopefully we can see see those swabs very, very soon. I'm for one very excited about that. So we are now going to move into our last bit of the interview or the podcast. And it's our final five. And the first one is, what is one social media account or publication that you follow? I've had a really hard time figuring out what to answer in this question because what I actually follow is hashtags. Oh, wow. So, so I'm just going to tell you my favorite hashtag and that is zero waste. I think it's brilliant. Everybody should follow it. And I've just gotten so much information. I've gotten so many creative ideas. I think this is really, really now, right now, <laughs> that we have to look at our waste. Awesome. And what is your hope for Mama Earth going forward? I think that a world that doesn't use and discard in this extreme manner, I think I wish a world that is uh, just more thought thoughtful in its actions and its needs and haves and takes. I think that's the most important right now. And what advice can you give our crazy birds this week to help out Mama Earth? I would say my biggest advice, but also the hardest actually to put into action is give your habits a check. And you have to do it once in a while because they change constantly. But look at what you use and what you take in. And also just for your health in general, we just, we do and we act on so many things that are just ne not necessarily good or make sense or is giving you pos positive energy. So um, really look at your habits. And what is one sustainability fact that you like to use in a room with people not yet on a sustainable journey? I've actually not used this fact yet um, because I got it yesterday by uh, one of our co-founders. He was researching because his kids, uh, they keep asking him these amazing questions like, is like all plants, do they give us oxygen? And then he's like, well, yes. But then you kind of want to double check because you're, it's such a simple question. But, and he found out actually after researching a bit on it to, to answer his kids is that it's estimated that marine plants produce actually 70 to 80% of our oxygen in our atmosphere. And I thought everything came from our trees, but actually it's our oceans that are taking care of us right now. I thought that was quite crazy. Wow. Yeah, that is. I mean, yes, every second breath we actually take is because of a healthy ocean. So we need to take care of her. And where can people find you? Well, you can find us on LastWap on our Instagram, on our website, lastwap.com, and email us and you can get in contact with any of, of, of us in the team. We're only three people. So um and two that are a bit co or um, half based. So, so it's really easy to get in contact with whomever you want from the team. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I'm definitely going to link that all up in the show notes. But thank you so much for being on the podcast. I really appreciate it. And I am really excited to see these last swabs in many more places to kind of avoid the use of the single use Q-tips or swaps. <laughs> so thank you so much, Isabel. I really appreciate what you are doing and your time to be on the podcast today. Thank you so much. It was, it was really nice. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. 
You can find the show notes for this episode at mamaearthtalk.com. Follow at Design by Mariska on Instagram or email hello at mamaearthtalk.com. And let me know if there's a topic you'd like me to talk about. I love hearing from all you crazy birds. New episodes are uploaded every Monday. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss anything. Mama Earth has a voice and it's us crazy birds.